Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. such thing as death life is only a dream and we are the imagination of ourselves third eye, prying open your thought, truth, and reality, questioning everything and anything from conspiracies, cryptic, spiritual, natural healing, and everything else there is to encounter. Everything we think is not real, just might be real. Welcome to my third eye. Brutal, brutal guy. Wow. With like no remorse either. No remorse. And so he, you know, he started out kind of sloppy. He would put body parts in, in luggage and throw them in the river and they would float up. People would find them. So that's when he built a murder house. Like he built a house that the main purpose was to be, because he had all this money now from all the people he's helped. Right. And so he has all this money. So he built and then it was kind of the same concept of like one guy was building a bathroom, but he didn't know what the rest of the house looked like. So another guy was building the murder chamber, but didn't know what it was for. He just <laughs> built it without knowing, you know, what purpose it had. Right. And so it's like this crazy thing of just, man, this guy, like people are trusting him. And then they had, a, he worked, he was part of the resistance fighting against the Nazis, right? And that's kind of how he got caught was he joined that resistance and they recognized him because they figured out who, because there was a fire one day and he wasn't home and it smelled putrid like, like decaying flesh and burned bodies. So, 
Hope day. Yeah. It's the middle of the week, and you know what that means. That means M3E is here for you and your listening pleasure. So uh, this week, I have uh, Octavio on from the Bad News Bears podcast. He's one third of the hosts, and uh, we sit down and just have an all-around great conversation. Uh, he does admit he was a little reluctant to come on uh, on the, the M3E because he couldn't quite nail down what, what the show is about. So uh, we ended up having a great time, and you can go find them anywhere you can get a podcast. It's Bad News Bears Podcast. Uh, so we discussed the news badly, right? That's that's their whole gimmick. And uh, I was their last guest of 2023 and had a, had a blast over there. So go give them a five-star rating and review and a follow on Instagram at Bad News Bears okay? uh, Podcast. All right, let's get into some quick housekeeping. Uh, My Third Eye Podcast is available on Patreon. So that's patreon.com forward slash My Third Eye Podcast. Three, five, and $10 Tears and $3 will get you this episode in its entirety. This episode only, just the Wednesday one, okay? The $5 is everything else, including video. Uh, you get the full episodes of, you know, the Conspiracy Underground with no commercials. You get the videos. I've, I've been trying to put up the videos for uh, regular shows as well when uh, when they're being released. So, uh, yeah, go over there at patreon.com forward slash my third eye podcast. Now let's talk about your pups, your cats, your pigs, your, I don't know, whatever you can put CBD on. And that's where Pure Pet Wellness comes into play. Okay. Pure Pet Wellness is an American owned and operated company out of California. They don't brag about the California aspect, but they are American owned and operated and deliver a great product. Okay. I use this on myself uh, for aches and pains and I use it on my, my dogs for anxiety and car sickness and uh, if they get boo-boos and, and heat spots, whatever, you know, uh, a whole ton of array of, of different applications that the that they offer. So go to purepetwellness.com, check it out, scroll around, and if you find something you like, you go to checkout, you hit their type in ghost, and you get 20% off your entire order. That's ghost at checkout for 20% off your entire order. Now, quantities are getting low. Dangerousworldpodcast.com for your conspiracy soap, okay? Go there, buy some, you won't regret it. You'll thank me later. Another American-owned and operated company. All natural ingredients, okay? I use this product daily. I've been using it for almost three years now, okay? Love it. Brought it to Ryan's attention, and uh, here we are. So, go to DangerousWorldPodcast.com and, uh, yeah, get yourself some soap. Now, sit back and enjoy this great conversation uh, between two new friends. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of M3E. And today I have Octavio. I even wrote this down. Just wrote this down. I'm screwing the guy's name up. But I was on their podcast, Bad News Bears, uh, which I will release that episode on my end uh, probably this week, maybe. Um, But I have one of the trio here with me today, and we're going to have a nice, fun discussion about whatever comes up and uh hey what's going on down down in the dirty south octavio oh man there's nothing going on down here it's um octavio octavio god damn it yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's not a very easy name to say for uh for you guys or for for you people you know what I mean? <laughs> right 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, it's um, everything. I live here in the south. I'm in Mississippi. But yeah, it's, um, everything. It's just it's kind of cold, which is nice. That's that. That is so weird here. to hear when people from the south say it's cold, because like up here it's like I don't know, thirty four degrees. Well, I tell people all the time. Like, so the difference here is it's always humid. It's always like seventy percent humidity or more. Right. So the difference is like I have. I've lived, I'm from California. I've been in Big Bear, been in Mammoth, been all these places, right, where it snows and it's actively snowing. It is colder here when it gets cold because that that humidity gets into your bones, man. Yeah. It gets in there. You know what I mean? So I, I feel like I've heard – I've there's a p- couple of northerners I know, like from like, you know, Ma- uh, I don't want to say Massachusetts, somewhere else, Michigan maybe, where it's actually like frigid cold. <laughs> right. And they're like, man – I'm layered up because it is it's a different kind of cold. It's something you have to experience to believe. A lot of people when I tell them it gets cold, you're like, No, it's it's the south. How cold could it get? I'm like, it's the humidity. Like, you know, you know that joke, it's not the heat that'll get you, it's the humidity. It's yes. the same thing for the cold. Yeah. And up here, believe it or not, in, in Pennsylvania, we we it's it gets humid as hell. And I think that's yeah. where a little little bit of the cold is different here as well. it it does. It bites right through you, hits hits your bones. Yeah. And and you're just like man, I'm so layered up, but yet I'm I'm so cold. I can't warm up. Mm-hmm. It's because you're cold to the bone, and yeah. it oh, sucks. Yeah. But I will I will say I don't know. I think I think I'd rather be down south this time of year. I never thought I'd say that because I'm always I'm a cold weather guy. You know what I mean? Like I, I love the cold, yeah. but I don't Me know. Too. I'm 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 pushing I, uh, fifty now. Now I'm kind of changing my mindset, which is weird. I think isn't that what everyone goes to? Like they just head towards, they just gravitate towards Florida. They just like call in their name. Yeah, <laughs> it's like come down to Florida. It's warm all the time. Like Florida is actually warm all the time. Like it's not. I think the lowest I've seen it gets like forty nine. My thing is so, though, I don't. I don't want to witness a Florida guy. We're a Florida woman. Just, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like eh, oh, I no, do. No. I do. <laughs> well, yeah, I do. Yeah, we they they. If we didn't have Florida man or Florida woman, I don't think we would have much of a show. To be honest with you, True. like they're our bread and butter. You know, if we like, if it's a slow news week, I'm like, let's see what Florida's doing. Let's go see what's happening down in good old Florida because you know it's always someone shitting on a raccoon. You know, you yeah, know that it literally. Is. <laughs> yeah, it's like. It's all it is all the time. Well, before we get any any further, let people know where they can find your podcast. If you uh, do, you, if you guys, well, I know you, you said you didn't put out video or whatever, so you're probably not on YouTube, which is probably good because you say one wrong word on YouTube and oh, we got we got to ban you. So. Oh yeah, that's why. Uh, I don't know if you caught it when I was recording with you. I said unalive because I'm, I've been on like Instagram mode because you can't say certain words and TikTok and whatnot. But yeah, you can find us on the social media platforms, uh, Instagram, threads. Uh, we're trying to do TikTok, but we just we don't have a lot of time. So we're, that's kind of there, but it's not there. You know what I mean? But uh, you can find our podcast wherever you find podcasts. is Bad News Bears podcast. Um, and to kind of summarize our show a little bit, we're just three. It's me and my wife and a friend. And when he's not available, my brother does it. So there's usually three of us that all we do is we find ridiculous or interesting or... Uh, you know serial killers something in the news that's happening in your world today and we just kind of roast it and and talk about it in a way that you wouldn't find on your uh network news you know kind of the real feel from real people of reading the news that's kind of what we go for is like the reactions of real people just reading real news stories that are are happening right now well i will say guys listeners out there if you if you guys love what ryan and i do with cunt 
you're going to really like what Bad News Bears do. do. It, it's kind of the same, but in in a in their own style. And when I was on, I had a blast. You know, just some of the news topics that came up, especially when when the the the, the meth head shitting on a raccoon in, in an intersection. Yeah. I was just like, these stories they they write themselves. And, and yeah. you know what I mean. And then mm-hmm. what else? Uh, we covered uh, the. Uh, the MRI machine's blowing up, and it's like, holy, yeah. you know, I never thought about that, you know, and it, it's it's crazy we, stuff. We learned something. Yeah. We learned something about MRI machines, like helium. I didn't know that was there. Nor I. Nor I. Yeah. So go give these guys a follow. Uh, give them, Make sure you give them a five-star rating and review on Apple iTunes uh, or Spotify. Just hit the five-star and walk away. But make sure you guys oh, yeah. go give these guys a, a follow. They, they put right. in some good hard work, and, and they're a fun listen, so... Yeah, every every bit helps. Every interaction, every every rating, every single bit helps us. Every single bit, and we appreciate all of it. Nice. Well, seems how twenty. I was on your very last episode for twenty twenty three. Um, in twenty twenty three, what was? Give me your top five weirdest of news stories. Yeah, weirdest shit that you never thought you'd cover. Okay. Okay. So, the first one that comes to mind when you ask my question is. Fairly early on uh, during the uh, Ohio derailment, right? Ohio was on like a Florida kick. Every every news story coming out was Ohio this, Ohio that, Ohio did this. And during that time, it was around the same time as derailment. I think it was on the same episode. It, um, there was a guy who had a zebra. And uh, <laughs> somehow the, the, the specifics aren't detailed about what happened leading up to it. But the zebra bit the guy's arm off. And then the cops had to put it down <laughs> because the zebra was attacking the police officers once they got there. <laughs> so we don't know what happened leading up to the biting of the arm, but we do know that it turns out he was just horny and was protecting the female zebras that he was trying to get with. And so the officers were stopping him from doing that so he would attack the vehicles because he was being protective. He's being dominant. You know? Okay. That's what happened. That's why he had to be put down. That but is crazy. Why he got his arm, why he got his arm bitten off? No clue. No one knows what led to that moment. (laughs) Like, nobody in their right mind would wake up one day and be like, oh, my God, a zebra did this? Like, I could could picture a donkey, but maybe they are similar in in family and what have you. But Mm -hmm. holy shit. Imagine imagine being the dude. This this fucking zebra just won't let my arm alone. He's eating it to the bone. <laughs> he did. He, I, I, I don't want to say he bit it completely off, but it was definitely like hanging by a thread type of thing, where it was like just like skin attached to skin, and that was it, clean through the bone. Damn. Oh, that yeah. that would be horrible. Uh, it, 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 I, I don't know. I, I don't know what would be worse: getting 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 in attacked by a dog or a, or or a zebra. Because I mean. Dogs, they have they have powerful jaws, but they have those canines, and and their mouths are designed to rip chunks out really quick. Zebras, not so much. They're they're an herbivore. You know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, if I, I've owned a horse, right, and I've seen their teeth are flat, mm-hmm. and they're powerful too. They're they're being next to a horse. I don't know if you've ever done it. Yeah, but it's intimidating because their muscles are like. I don't like the thought of being next to something so powerful and I'm as big even if I worked out every day I am powerless to the power of a horse oh absolutely and the zebra's not much I think it's say between a horse and a, a donkey would be what a zebra is right right mm-hmm. between there and I just feel like it's probably has a square teeth 
like a horse does. Yeah. And so just seeing it like reach out and chomp, because if you've ever seen it bite an apple, it just snaps it. Oh. It's quick. Yeah. Powerful. Powerful <laughs> animals. All right. So we have we have zebra gnawing off a dude's arm. All right. That's what? the first one that comes to mind. When right. I think of 2023. That that story stood out. So the next one would be um I don't know what we were talking about, but it was Florida, obviously, because it's an alligator. And we oh, we were talking about Australia and um we're talking about kangaroos. And so we were talking about animals in general. And we they because it was uh how to subdue an animal. And we figured out that the best way to uh get an alligator off of you is to deep throat it as best you can. Can can you repeat so that? Let, Right. So deep. <laughs> uh, all right. So the, I don't forget the premise. Right? You'd have to go back and find the episode because I forget. We cover so many Florida stories, it's hard to pinpoint it. But there was a guy who had his arm stuck in an alligator's arm, okay. like probably doing a show or something, you know, probably showing off. I don't know what it was. So his options were to just let the alligator take the bit of arm. He maybe had him by the wrist, right? Mm-hmm. Let him chomp that off and then try to run away. Or push your arm further down and hit his gag reflex and then you can snap your arm out however the the article did say that that is not foolproof and you might end up losing the whole arm so i remember me making the joke go all in like you might as you give it 110 percent. if you're going to lose a a wrist you might as well lose the whole arm just for the chance maybe you hit that gag reflex if you deep throw it good enough that you can pull your whole arm out so there's that chance. What, what would you do if you if the alligator had you by, let's say, up to your wrist and it won't let go because those jaws are strong. Mm-hmm. So do you try to find a way or do you go for the gag method? I think and I'd probably possibly, go for the gag method. Honestly, I mean, I, I, yeah. I'm going to go all out and do some like fucking reverse Tiger King. I'm going to be the alligator king shit. That's that's the whole thing. I think we had a whole conversation. I think we all ended up thinking like, yeah, I think if you're going to do it, you might as well give it 110%. You might as well. Like take your whole arm because like I said, there's a chance that all you're doing is feeding it more meat, right? You might lose, lose your whole arm, but there is that chance you hit that gag reflex perfect and get it to let like open wide. You, you got your whole arm back. Yeah. So I think that's worth that's that's worth the uh, the effort, I think. And worst case scenario, you got a hell of a story. Whereas, oh, the alligator bit my wrist off. How'd you lose your arm? Well, let me tell you. Have a seat. You got got time? Yeah. Have a drink. Yep. (laughs) Have a drink. Pour yourself a a beer or whatever you want. I'm going to tell you how to get, how to attempt to get out, but it didn't work for me, but it could work. Yeah. Right. There's a chance. I, I, 50 50, I flipped that coin. I lost my arm, but you might not. You know? Uh, for the record, the kangaroos, you have to get behind it and grab its tail. Oh, okay. That makes sense. They're, they're yeah. mean animals, too. Yeah, they, they will box the hell out mm-hmm. of you. They will punch you in the face. One of my every dog. favorite videos I've ever seen was, and I'm pretty sure you've seen it. I mean, it went viral. There's a guy down under, and the kangaroo was all jacked up. It must have been mating season or whatever, and it was going after his dogs. And he yeah. just went up and just jacked it right in the jaw, and it just kind of like backed up like, well, I ain't messing with this dude. I guess yeah, I'll leave his talked, dogs alone. We brought that up. Yeah. That video was brought up during that same episode because we were like, the, the way the kangaroo looked, he's like, did that dude just fucking punch me? Like, the look yeah. on that kangaroo's face said all of that. He's just like, did I just get punched? Is this for real? Yeah. I, I, so, yeah. I just like, got yeah. clocked by a yeah. human. 
Like he put me in my yeah. place. That's genuinely what it looks like in the video. <laughs> he just like stunned. Yeah. He's like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, he hits harder than I do. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> you have cute dogs. Yeah. It seems like uh, for animals, I feel like, I think you just either nut up or shut up. You know what I mean? Like either go all in or don't, you know, back up or, or get to it, get to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's one or the other. I think that's the way to handle it. Well, speaking of animals real quick, and this, this hasn't been brought up in, man, it, probably a hot minute, but if you've ever listened to the Monday Night Master Debaters on the Great Deceptions feed, highly recommend it. It's, it's usually a fun little round table. They talk about a lot of things, but a while ago, they were talking about, would you rather fight a bear your, of your equal size or five raccoons? Oh, man, that is... Okay, so I know that raccoons don't play fair. Let's start there. However, I, I feel... And I've had this conversation with coworkers because this, we just had conversations we have. We have plenty of time. Bears are the apex predator to me. I think on land, I don't think there's many that would go toe-to-toe with a full-size like grizzly bear. I think they are the apex predator. They can run really fast. They're right. they're just pure muscle and their their weight and paws are like size of my face you know what i mean uh-huh. so I, I i don't think i'd ever want to square up with a bear even if because i'm a big dude so a bear my size yeah that's a big bear right that's same a big, here big bear. <laughs> yeah so i don't i don't know if i want to do that uh, i feel like with the raccoons uh they could be rabid there's many things we don't know about the raccoon right you know there's there's a lot of questions underlying there whereas i know the bear will just fuck my face up the raccoons they might have a long game and they might scratch me and give me some what's that one you have to get the shot in the stomach for um oh uh yeah is it distemper uh right rabies oh right yeah 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 yeah, rabies yeah Yeah. be have rabies it might be a long game they're playing you know what i mean they might like they might bite you then you know you think you won the fight and then you're in the hospital dying a few weeks later (laughs) (laughs) so although okay all right back to the question though I, I'm gonna. I am afraid of bears, just as a, a rule. So I think I would try to kick as many of the raccoons as quickly as possible, so I can lower the number, mm-hmm. make it more of a fair fight. I think I take the raccoons. Okay, that's that's fair. I mean, there is no wrong answer to it. You know, yeah, I don't think it, there is because uh, there's a lot of things we're probably not thinking of when it comes to the raccoons. You know, they have the numbers that, like I said, they're they're you know slimy little fuckers i don't know what they're capable of yeah they're, they're like little those, wooden ninjas dude they they're, have little robbers they yeah. have the you know you don't know what they're up to with the, behind those glasses they have i they, don't know they look like little thieves yeah and they stand up and they'll be like tiptoeing or, or I, I love watching the, yeah. the videos that they get and all of a sudden they're just like hey i ain't doing that. i ain't trying to steal anything here you know and they just kind of mosey on like walking on two feet it's like these guys are just weird but I don't know. They, they can be vicious. I got to be honest. I took the raccoons myself because, like you, yeah. I'm, I'm a bigger guy. You know, I'm I'm on the uh, pushing the, the more 300 size pound. That's a pretty big bear, no, no matter what. That is, if, that's a good size bear. You know, so and, and mm-hmm. they're 300 pounds of mostly 90% muscle, and I'm not. Mm-hmm. So. And uh, even let's say a bear my size is about, like you said, 300 pounds. I'm about five foot 11. So let's just say, let's say it's a six foot bear. Right, mm-hmm. it's just a slightly t- an inch taller. It doesn't seem like a whole lot, but think about a six foot bear, three hundred pounds. The size of those paws, oh. those claws, no, ain't, ain't no way. There's no way I'm doing that. No. I'm just not. No, hell no. <laughs> like even even if I could, do I get a weapon? Like can I? The only if I we- try to punch a bear, I can't punch through all that fat. You know what I mean? That, right. That, they have a self defense layer. 
can't do nothing. No. The only weapon you get is whatever's laying on, on, on the forest floor or where, where, wherever the situation's taking place. Usually they, they, mm-hmm. they put the situation, okay, you're in the forest, you have five raccoons, or it's a bear your size. What do you got? Well, well, a stick ain't, ain't going to fight off a bear, but it might fight off some raccoons. Yeah, absolutely could. I agree. If, you, if you're in the same scenario, you might find a log laying around, a good mm-hmm. size stick. I think that could help you in the fight with the raccoons. Absolutely. So it's all it's also on the flip side of the coin like you could find yourself overwhelmed by some vicious raccoons very quickly yeah you know what i mean so i don't know i still take the raccoon just because i can try to kick really hard i used to play soccer so i got a good leg so i can try to kick them really hard and punt them get them away from me at least by some time but the bear (laughs) i'm not doing any damage to that bear ain't no way no hell no the the funny thing is when we we they were asking that question and we had brought it up on on Con a couple times back in the day, and we had a we had a listener write us an email, and he was out turkey hunting, spring spring gobbler hunting, and he he said it was his turn to uh, to sit and shoot, and his his buddy was doing the calling, and called in a, a gobbler. He shot, and he went up to check it, and next thing you know, he heard his friend just screaming in agony and pain, turned around. Here's a female raccoon latched onto the side of his head, bit his ear oh off. God. Yeah, bit his ear off. Ooh. And luckily, it didn't have rabies or distemper or anything like that. Rushed yeah. him to the hospital, got got the earlobe sewn back on. But the way I wish I still had the email. The way that this guy worded it and told the story, you, you knew he was from down. It had to be from down south, just just because there's something about southerners and, and telling a story. I mean, yeah. we were dying laughing just just reading it and i was just like can you imagine that you're sitting there and you go over and the next thing you hear your best friend ah, oh my god and there's a freaking raccoon attached to the side of his head gnawing his ear off <laughs> yeah. but apparently they were too close to uh to the nest a and nest. she was yeah. she was it's protecting mama protecting mama raccoon don't like that Mm-mm. but the dude got yeah. his ear bit off yeah i mean that's I mean, in comparison, I've seen. I'm sure you've seen it. There's a guy who came out of the Yukon or something, and he had like a hat on, and he said, "I just walked like four or five miles from out of the Yukon, and I just got attacked by a bear." And there's like slash marks across his like face and head. Oh shit! And he's like missing chunks. He like takes off his hat, and there's like paw mark all the way across, and he's just gouged into his face. You know, if he, I feel like if he didn't have that hat on, his brain would be coming out. Like that's Damn. how bad the attack was. He survived, but that's one paw strike you know what i mean yeah that's one just one swipe of the paw got him that good and he made it out i don't know how but he did that's crazy you know he got a nickname after that i'm sure he did i i don't know what it is but uh <laughs> he, you survived I, I that imagine and, if he's if his name is like pat like grizzly pat or something like that yeah yeah it's gotta be something like that <laughs> so we we've covered two news stories give me a third one Okay. Uh, let me uh, rack my brain. brain. Well, okay, so one of the first ones, I think the first episode we ever did, we actually called it the episode Peanut Butter Gun because someone tried to smuggle weapons in jars of peanut butter because they assumed it was like as thick as lead, so they couldn't x-ray it. <laughs> they, they put it in the jars of peanut butter, like big Costco ones too, like the, the big ones. And they put like piece by piece in different jars and they try to get it through customs because they assumed it couldn't be scanned. So we called that episode "Peanut Butter Gun." I like. I like the very first episode. I like the title. Um, yeah. The what goes through some of these smugglers' minds is beyond me, but I I have to take a guess 
that there's drugs involved at some point. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, oh, this sounds like a great idea. You know, I can't penetrate with the x-ray, you know, this and that. And it's like, dude, it's peanut butter. It, it's yeah. peanut butter. Yeah. I, I remember reading like the, the people thought they had read somewhere that uh, x-ray machines are incapable of scanning through that material. I'm like, no, it's just organic material. <laughs> like yeah. what would make it special? What would make it special? The only thing I get that, like you said, it starts with drugs. So maybe they had a baggie or something like in the middle of organic material, like let's say a coca leaf or weed. That's organic material. So it might show up as the same thing, even though I'm sure they have the processes to figure out what's mm. what. But I think they're like, if it can get that type of that, because maybe they they consider it the same thing. Maybe like drugs and guns are on the same level of trying to get across a border, but they're not considering a gun is not organic material. Right. <laughs> it's just not. Yeah. It's a, it's a metal detector. It detects metal. That's what it does. Uh, you know, if it wasn't for criminals and uh, shit like that, I think life would be pretty boring, especially for, for content. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, wow. Uh, yeah. Got it. Yeah. I, that was one of our, before we did the, the news uh, podcast for a good two years, we did a true crime podcast and that was, it was really fun to do because you got to really explore like the cops point of views and, and the, the victims point of views and whatnot. And then you got into the mind, certain books got into the mind of who were able to actually interview the serial killer or whatnot or the killer. You're able to get into that mindset and of understanding how you get to that point. So that was fun to do. But it, it was just uh, with kids and life and work and you know getting a promotion and stuff. It just uh, became a little too much to mm-hmm. be able to do it properly because it's real people's lives. Right. So we didn't want to just willy nilly go out there and tell a story, uh, you know. But we, one of the things we we figured out was that, um, damn it, what was I trying to say? What were we talking about just now? I lost my train of thought completely. Well, we were talking about drugs and smuggling and news stories, and you had brought up that that was your first news story. Um, trying to think where else I'm going to try and jog your memory here. Uh, I don't know why I just lost my train of thought with what I was saying. That's crazy. I just completely lost it. Hey, don't feel bad. Well, I, anyways, do, I do it a lot. <laughs> uh, so with the news stories we were doing uh, before that, we did a true crime. And I, I remember there's a reason I brought that up because it was something that we were just talking about. I don't know what we were just talking about. Drug smuggling. Oh, man. Yeah, we were. But I'm trying to think um, of how that related. Guns, criminals... Good content creation. I am completely lost. I don't know. You know I what? Just lost it completely. It'll come back. I'm sure it will. <laughs> I just completely lost my train of thought. Well, give me one more story, and then then we can move on, and because I want to uh, take it in a different direction now, uh, especially with the the true crime. I have a couple questions that I wanted to ask you that I didn't get a you know a chance to ask when I was a guest on your show. Uh, let's see. Oh, actually, what one of my favorite stories was actually very recent. This episode before you got on, we talked about a little bit with you too. Is the the Black Mirror stuff, mm. uh, the technology AI? We had uh, one of my co-hosts, Will um, Emily, was sick that week, so he had, it was just me and him, and we're just talking like me and you are. And he brought up the Asian people or the Chinese people specifically wanting to bring back loved ones through AI. Yes, and. And we got into this whole thing. I was like, no, dude, like there's a whole show called Black Mirror telling you why that's a bad idea. But it's also, does it have some merit? Like we we had we got derailed in like a whole half hour discussion of just AI and you know, we'd come up with some points of like, oh, that sounds a good idea, but then it's like, oh yeah, but then 
you know, there's this really big negative side to it. And most of it had to do with people. I think human beings' mental capacity, I don't believe, is at the point where they can healthily speak to a dead relative that is AI. I think it would become an obsession. I think it would become quickly uh, overcoming and would consume that person. Mm-hmm. That's that's where I think it is. So I don't think we're prepared for that as a as a species because we're emotional creatures. Right. And it would just it would just be one of those things where, you know, if you have you take a, a there's a phrase in Spanish called um, "te doy la mano y me, y me agarras la pata," which means say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I give you my hand, but you take my foot. So at some point, you're going to want more. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I have this. I, I have this AI snippet of your loved one. However, you're going to want to speak to them all the time. Then you're going to want to embrace them, and they're going to have to come up with the technology to make uh, robots, I guess, of their likeness. And then you're going to want eventually. What at what point? Like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go meet them on the other side. Yeah. And so I, I don't think human beings are capable of that. And I, that's where I draw the line of. It's it's good intended, like the intentions are good. I just don't think we're we're ready. I don't think we're ready. No, and and not only that, when it, when it taps into the emotions, that's so easily um, uh, a tool to get addicted to. And yep. you, you know, and it's basically what you were just explaining. You, you know, okay, I, I get to come home and I, I I can run this program for five minutes and and see my loved one, but. Oh, okay. Well, now after dinner, I want to do it again. And then before bed, I want to do it. And then next thing you know, you're calling off work. And then next thing you know, your life's just in a downward spiral and you're wanting more, 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 more. And then eventually one day, unfortunately, like you are saying, they're just going to go meet that person. And it's, it's, it's not good um, at all. I don't like a, a lot of the directions that they're, uh, talking with AI and 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 trying to do with AI, mm-hmm. and uh, even on my show, I use my wife as a perfect example. Uh, so when I met my wife, her and her grandmother were best friends. Like mm-hmm. I, I would go on a date with my wife, and grandma would either have just left her or she's going to go meet her afterwards. Like she was her best friend, and she passed away unfortunately in 2014 at a very old age. She had a very healthy life, but she didn't have that connection anymore, and she has an email that uh, my her grandmother left her, or not an email, a voicemail, a voicemail. And she keeps it. Every time we get a new phone, every time there's um, a, something changed, she makes sure she saves that audio clip of her grandmother sending her a voicemail of, hey, you know, I love you. I hope you have a great day type of thing. And so she listens to that whenever she's feeling down or she misses her. And that's been 2014. That's going on 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. So I if she could communicate with that audio clipping and it sound like her grandmother, have her grandmother's, you know, uh, the way she speaks, you know, her inflections and and just the loving tone that she would speak, she would never want to leave that, that session ever. She would never want to leave that space. She would never want to, uh, because she, she listens to her frequently. She, it was her best friend. Like she loved this woman her entire life. 
And so you have the ability to have that connection again. Like just, she would never want to leave that space and add an AI algorithm where they create uh, a visual for you to speak to. Let's say you put on the VR goggles and you're in a room with her now. She would, it's, it's again, Black Mirror episode. You would never leave that space. You would have that headset on your face at all times, speaking to the ones you lost because you don't have that anymore. And I think your mind would just consume itself with that thought and you would forget the people around you, you know, because you're, you're so consumed. I don't think it's healthy. I don't think we're ready. I'm going to say it over and over again. We're not ready. It's not a good idea right now. No. Just like dinosaurs. You've seen Jurassic Park? Yeah. <laughs> it's not a good idea. Right. Like you brought up on our show, Terminator. Yeah. And, you know, there's warnings out there. Just listen to them, please. Yeah. We're not ready. Don't bring back dinosaurs. Yeah, please, please don't. Uh, even though they're in the process of doing the woolly mammoth and, and what have you. Uh, do you cover, do you guys get uh, into any conspiracies or conspiracy light uh, news topics on your show? We we do. We uh, When uh, the alien thing happened, of course, we talked about that. That was the hot topic everyone was talking about. Mm-hmm. We talked very much uh, a lot about the... Um, the ocean gate talked a lot about that talked about the hawaii fires and and the color blue and whatnot with the lasers Mm -hmm. and uh, i'm i i'm mostly on the side of a lot of that is bullshit but to what degree i don't know what part of that is truth no clue and i think that's how it's meant to be the the average human like me the average american like me is not supposed it's supposed to have some form of doubt i think that's healthy Mm -hmm. but it's supposed to make you feel like okay but what what if yeah what is what if it's true what are they actually hiding so have you know, have you so, guys ever looked into Project Bluebeam? I I listened to a podcast called The Last Podcast on the Left, my favorite podcast mm-hmm. in the world, and they cover that. So I know all about it because Henry is obsessed with aliens and, and all things like that. So I know all about it. I just I've never looked into it myself. So the, the most I've looked into, I'm sorry, well, the most I've looked into is that um the uh the one that uh, Stranger Things is based on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the upside down world or the yeah yeah there's, there's in real life the real life version of it I looked into there's early on in our true crime episodes we try to mix in like Dyatlov Pass and you know, try to Ooh, do whatever other podcast story. in the world yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love we that try, story for the first like 25 episodes we try to mix in like every other podcast of you know some conspiracy some maybe alien type things mm-hmm. or like um that that one in the, the Rendlesham Forest incident, yeah. stuff like that. We looked into that. We did a couple of things like that early, early on. But um, after one of my original co-hosts quit, we kind of went more on the just true crime side. Okay. Because the other the guy that quit was really the one who pushed like, hey, let's do weird shit. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm down with it. Right. But yeah, we, we've done we've done quite a few uh, conspiratorial things. So if you're familiar with, with Project Bluebeam uh, from listening to podcasts and, and what have you, same, same here. Now, I was... I was driving in my truck today, and I, I forget. I think I was listening to uh, – no, it was yesterday. I was re- listening to No Agenda, I believe it was. And they were talk, you know, talking about how Elon you know, wants to make an AI god. You know, he, he's, he's come out and admitted that. Uh, and, and a lot of these, these people that are coming up with this AI technology seems like they just – they're afraid to die and they just want to live and maybe create a, a, a sleeve or a sim that they can plug into and become like the matrix. And then it made me start thinking what, you know, because blue, blue beam, they, they need, you know, this uh, thing to unite us, whether it's, you know, uh, Jesus coming down or, or God himself or whatever, however it's going to work. 
what if Bluebeam is actually them promoting an AI god, and that's what Bluebeam will actually be, is just all artificial intelligence. And I was just like, huh. It's just like a... There's, it's just a long game to just prepare us mentally for it. Yeah. Like, like and I was oh. just like thinking and thinking and thinking. But every time I, I kept on thinking and spinning this thought in my head, I'm like, man, that's dark. I got to oh, yeah, get off a, this thought process. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. like, this is really possible. Like they, 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 they could do that. And then have everybody believing that this art, new artificial intelligent God is actually God himself, the creator and people just become numb zombies. And then it goes back to, you know, all the movies that precursored and, and kind of gave us a little yeah. hint at whatever, you know, whether it was, I forget the name of the movie, but they were all hooked into VR. They were all fat. They just kind of sat on, on a, on a bus or whatever. And did oh, Wally. Are you what, talking about Wally? Was it Wally? It, may, it might have been Wally. Wally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wally had all the fat people on chairs with the screens right in front of their face. Yeah. And, so, uh, and, yeah, and, they, and what, hey, what better way to have uh, uh, a control of, of humanity than docile humans? You know? So that's it's true. just I mean, weird. That's the, that's, the, that's the goal in every movie, right? Like, again, like movies to me are a reflection of, you know, not just artistic um, value, but it has some elements of truth to it it could be a warning like some people think like you know there's messaging in every movie or you know certain certain things are a warning sign like oh see i told you like, this is going to happen because it was in that movie i'm not saying every every artist is so well thought that they think 20 years ahead but i do think that there is a reflection of like the times in every movie and so we're having these conversations about conspiratorial thought of what's possible of course, these directors and, and movie producers have had these same conversations. What if this? What if that? So they're just putting those thoughts into their movies as like a subtext, and we're picking up on it because we have those same thoughts. Like it's just a human experience, right. and then we and then we take you know certain people take that a step further and like, oh my god, you know they're they're really they're t they're telling us the truth. You're just not reading into it. It's like no, I think they just think it's fun. I'm not saying that's every movie. Maybe some of them are doing it purposefully, but I just think it's like me and you having a conversation. Me and you made a movie. It's like, oh man, wouldn't it be funny if we just put a little, a little bit of a <laughs> spiritual in the background, like just a Easter egg or a nod to this or whatever. I think that's more what it's like. But I do think possibly some of them are trying to warn us, or you know, see, I told you. Or, or now, now another thought just occurred. What if they're training us to expect it? So when the time comes, like, oh yeah, we're supposed to line up, and you're supposed to put tags in us. You know, they, they're just letting us know what's going to happen, so that it eases the the transition. That's like, hey, kind of more the mindset that I have. Is yeah. that you know what I mean? Like uh, now. Does that mean like I, Yeah, like does that mean I'm gonna yeah. uh, automatically line up because I I knew, no, but it's it's like it, it's that whole foreshadowing thing. You know what I mean? Like like you're saying, you know, mm -hmm. get us ready, and and you see it a lot with even mainstream media news. You know how they pump in the propaganda again now that you know it, it's allowed again for whatever reason and and yeah mm -hmm. which is dumb uh how about just give me the truth and and not push an agenda but it, it it's like wow you know uh, you you had stories where okay people were getting chips 
this was a few years ago. Oh, oh they're going to chip everybody. And, and I remember having a conversation with uh, a family member and they were like, oh, yeah, if that helps me find my kid, I'm all for putting a chip in my kid. I'm like, you don't understand what yeah, you're giving up. There. Yeah, that, that, that sparks a whole other thing. You know what I mean? And where did they yeah. start doing that? in dogs and cats for your pets so you can find them to get you conditioned to be like right conditions the word i was looking for yes condition that's the word i was looking for it's like it's like i said inception like it's like oh that i saw you don't know where you saw it but you know you saw it so it's like oh that's already in my brain the idea of that was already planted the seed of that that idea was already Uh planted so it's like it's possible so when the time comes for it's like oh you knew this was coming Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like just like i said and i not to say that I'm special or even that you're special, but I think because we do talk and we do podcasts and, you know, a little bit more of a creative mind, I think we do think more outside of the box Mm -hmm. than the average human being that doesn't, you know, go out there and try to look into things or just accept things. Um, Like I have friends on both sides. I I live in Mississippi, but I'm a Californian. I do lean a little left, but I'm not bought on either one, right? Right. I'm not for either side. I just... I see. So I live in Mississippi, but like I'm Mexican from California. So I just have little different ideas and they're the type to like send me links like, oh, see the the liberal left is doing this. And I'm like, did you even like look past this title? Like, did you even just Googling it? Like just a simple Google search, like not Mm -hmm. saying that that's like the end all be all, but just a simple, just a little step further. Is this true? Is this really what's going on? Or is this just what my algorithm wants me to? You know, because my, right. your algorithm is different than mine. So your algorithm is showing you what you want to see, what you want to hear. It's like it, it promotes bias, right? In your little bubble, it keeps you there. That's the trouble with social media. I'm glad you brought that up because they've been do they do it on both sides. Like even now, yeah, like you'll have saying. you'll have your your CBS, NBC, and whatever. You know, just lately attacking Nikki Haley because she didn't know what what uh, started the civil war okay well when you play three different news uh, stations they're all saying pretty much the same thing but if you don't hear the clip in its entirety you would believe exactly what they're saying because you're they're not giving you the minute or two minutes before and they're not giving you the minute or two minutes after what was said right. and, and it happens on just completely yeah missing. it happens on both sides Up until I started a podcast, you know, I was huge conservative, you know, yada, yada, yada. The left's out of their mind. Now, my mindset, two wings, one fucking bird, they're they're both fucking crazy. One gets you there fast, one gets you there a little slower. And and it's designed like that to keep us separated, to keep the bias going. Because if we unite and we all come together and have conversation like we're doing now and talk and get along yeah you're always gonna have your slight differences nobody is ever gonna it's like marriage you know what i mean you love your wife oh yeah but you're still gonna have arguments you know what i mean like it's just that it's human nature now are they gonna be big arguments or are they gonna be a lot of small arguments over small things you know what i mean like it, it that's just life but at the end of the day if we all can come together doesn't matter your skin color or your 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 religious background come together have a conversation and talk you're gonna find out you have a lot more in common with a lot of motherfucking people if you just turn off the fucking news and quit listening to what they're trying to tell you 
that is going on outside your world because i walk out i don't i don't see division everywhere i do come across um some people that you know they're a little older you live in mississippi probably come across it a lot more you know the the old racist bones you know what i mean and it's like you know they'll they'll say something it's like really it's 2024 now now uh Right. When I heard this, it was 2023. It was just a few days ago or whatever. I heard him say something, you know, you know, instead of saying, hey, we're going to rig something, they, they said the old oh, yeah, cliche. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got you. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, really? Like, really? You, you have to use that now? Like, I, I don't think you ever needed to use it, but whatever. But now you have freedom of speech. I get that. But come on. Like, that's a, all you're doing like, is driving the, the, the division. Right. And so for me, there's a little bit about me personally. I, I work at a shipyard where we build Navy ships for the Navy, right? Or the Coast Guard. So we build LPDs, LHAs, the DDGs, which are the warships, and then we build Coast Guard cutters. And so it's a very blue collar, very manly job welding, uh, you know, hitting things with hammers, you know, all day long with a torch. Very manly area right so uh, like caveman I type talk shit. to a lot of yeah it's just, bang, know, bang, it, bang. it takes a lot of takes a lot of thought but it is right. but when you get down to the nitty-gritty the actual job is just like hit here put fire there right um you know so it's, it's like that right it's very macho uh aura of the whole place right and there are women there but it's very like oh you got to be a man to do this job so I, I interact with a lot of people like i i'm from california again but i i work here and so the interactions i have you know i try to go into it with an open mind I don't think I'm right about everything I have my opinions but I go into it like with you're able to change my mind if you bring up a good point that's how I try to attack everything with with handling certain conversations so I have a lot of Republican co-workers obviously being in the Mississippi it's, it's you know they're everywhere it's, it's fine uh, and we have I don't know if I've ever gotten to them but they have respected me enough to like give the alternative point of view like okay yeah I, I see what you're saying but what about this? And so we've had decent conversations. So like you're saying, these dudes who are like super red state Republicans here working blue collar jobs, I'm able to have decent conversations with them because they're human beings. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not they're not in a box of you can't talk to these guys because you, you know what's right is right in their head and you can't know. These are real people with if you bring up a valid point just like me, you might change their mind. You might open up their worldview, you know. Even I think, as weird as it sounds, even just having a Mexican friend like me might open up their worldview, dude. Because like, I don't think that's very, very common. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's actually more common than not. Um, just as, well, just not, as well, a, see the thing here. Well, yeah, I, I don't see many, many Mexicans here. Like just my own experience. There's the neighborhood I live in now. Somehow I found a bunch of Mexicans, and it's awesome. They have parties and food all the time. Fuck but, yeah! Uh, mostly Puerto Ricans are here because they have a program. But it is strange, like, in certain areas, there, there are not many Mexicans, and it's really weird. I think it's weird that there isn't more of it. That is you know weird, I mean? because here in Pennsylvania, um, mm-hmm. I, I'm, in, I'm in the building trades. Uh, so I, I, I deliver shingles, siding, you know, what have you, a lot of roofing material. A lot of the crews that I deliver to are South American crews. Now, up here, because they see a brown skin color they automatic oh those mexican it's a mexican crew it's a mexican <laughs> half these guys are from honduras right yeah and and yeah. i've i love delivering every time uh, now not all of them speak the greatest english but they they have one one or two that will and we'll have good conversation and so, 
some of my favorite conversations talking about fucking food because oh yeah mexican and south american food to me all-time best right next to louisiana's little cajun niche that they they have you know because it's spicy i I love i love cajun Mm -hmm. but man believe it or not this six five gringo can throw down uh, and, and cook some some good Mexican food. Like Hell yeah, that's what I like to hear. Some, Hell yeah. some birria tacos. Oh, and spicy. Oh, but yeah, it, it, but I'm also of the background. I'm I'm a vet, so I was around a lot of different cultures. You know what I mean? I I loved going to some of my black friends, uh, you know, house parties or barbecues. Because a because I knew I was gonna fucking eat and I was gonna eat good and if I didn't eat good I was gonna get fucking yelled at for not eating good mm-hmm. you know what I mean right. so yeah. it was like and and throwing back some beers and just having a great mm-hmm. fucking time oh yeah I just wish people could get back to hey I, have a fucking barbecue and have a good fucking time because that's at the end yeah. of the day that's what life is about it's not about getting segregated between your political beliefs or your religious beliefs because. Those are the only two powers right now that keep us separated from wanting to have a conversation and wanting to get along with each other because, oh, you're left. You're, you're told you're not allowed to like anybody on the, uh, on the right. Oh, you're Catholic. You can't like a Muslim. You're, you're Buddhist. You can't like the list goes on and, and it, 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 it's so fucking aggravating that, Hey, how about we're just human? How about we just do what we like to do? Some of us like to drink, some of us like to smoke, but you know what? We all like to fucking eat some really good food and laugh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I tell my wife all the time, so she's from here. She, she's originally from here. I met her here, and um, she's a redheaded white girl, right? And so having her food, like, you know, we have Mexican food and whatnot. Unfortunately, I don't know how to cook that well. Um, Get out. It sucks. I, I, Are you serious? No, I know. And I, nah, I, yeah, it's embarrassing a little bit, but, you know, I just don't – I was never really taught them. I, I – I worked at a lot of restaurants, but they were like Chili's or like, yeah. uh, I don't know, like, you know, your, your tray, like your, what's it called? Um, the regular ones, like uh, Red Robin, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I worked at a lot of where the, you, you're preset to what you're going to cook. There's a the preset recipe. Yeah. You know, so I worked at a lot of those stuff. So, I mean, if you give me a recipe, I can follow it. I, that's fine. But like just ha- coming up with stuff, eh, my parents didn't really instill that in me, which, I'm, you know, I pr- could probably ask and probably learn. That's, that's probably on me, but... Anyway, so my, my wife with her family, they have crawfish boils. They have shrimp boils. And I'd never done that before. <laughs> and not, for me, though, crawfish is not worth the work. But everything that goes around with it is I love the the uh, seafood boil corn, that spicy, spicy corn with the potatoes. And sometimes they put andouille sausage and, and kaneka and all that. And I'm like, oh, give me all of that. You guys can keep the crawfish. Give me all that. I can eat corn, that corn for days. Yeah. That corn. Is one of my favorite things on the planet. Hell yeah! And I love Mexican street corn, right? That my wife is obsessed with that too. But I love that that crawfish crawfish boil corn with that mm. spicy spicy stuff on it. Man, that stuff's delicious. Leaves your your so, lips all warm after you're eating. You're like, yeah. Mm, oh, you're man. still tasting it. You're just like, now you got my mouth watering because oh man. Yeah. So so that's another example. Like my wife is a white girl from the south, and I'm Mexican from California, and we traded foods. And now I love her stuff, and you know we just mesh cultures, and it's great. It works out. She she likes a lot of stuff now that she never even thought about trying before. Just like I, the first time I had any kind of casserole was with her, and now I love bringing <laughs> casserole. You know, <laughs> if white people, <laughs> it reminds me of a meme. If white people have a culture, it's casserole. 
it's just, that's you know I, I wasn't gonna say it out loud but that's kind of what i was getting at like what she has to offer with her culture is casseroles yeah. and crawfish boils yeah yeah pretty much yeah oh would you bring to the potluck today Susie? a casserole would you bring a casserole, a casserole? and th- there's like only like really one and and this comes from my childhood my mom used to make it uh, on, on my birthday. You know, I requested it for whatever god awful reason. I like the most probably dumbest and not well liked casserole, but I love a tuna tuna noodle casserole. I for whatever reason yeah, I lo- like with with cheese on top and like a white sauce. I don't even type? do that. I, I, I it's it's tuna uh, noodles, cream of mushroom soup. Sometimes I'll throw some mushrooms in there and some pea. Mm-hmm. I always throw peas in there, and then top it off with. A lot of people do dry breadcrumbs. Um, my mom, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's because we were a little poorer, but I would think breadcrumbs would be cheaper than buying plain salted chips. She would crumple up plain salted chips on top of it, and that's how I liked it. Yeah. Now, you give me other casseroles, and I'm usually just like, eh, they're all right, but come on. Like, if we're going to yeah. throw down in the fuck. Uh, I'm the cook here, and, and I, lo- I love cooking. Love cooking. I love my favorite thing is watching the people's expression and just like their oh, yeah. eyes just pop when when they bite into something. They're like holy, like fuck. man, that's good. And you yeah. made you made this. Yeah, you yeah. tell me you made this. And that, yeah. yeah, that's a good feeling. Yeah, yeah. You grill something nice and good. Yeah, oh. and I'll tell you, go on, go on TikTok or YouTube or or whatever, even Reels. You can learn to cook anything. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I grew up, tacos to me were like soft-shelled uh, fl- uh, flour. White people taco. Yeah. Night. And it's like, yeah. wow, they're good. Don't get me wrong. They're good. But they're not. They're not. There's so much more out there. You know, it wasn't until you know, I made birria tacos that my, my my wife was like, what are these? I'm like, this tacos. And she's like never heard of these i was like well wait till you dip it in the sauce because it's gonna knock your socks oh, yeah. off and that on some is where all the flavor is man oh but you know I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell you right now I, I will we will on purpose have white people talking about because sometimes that's just good sometimes yeah. that just hits the spot it does yeah i mean we will go full like i have my own sauces of like mexican like uh erdez sauces and whatnot like authentic mexican sauces you can find them at walmart even there's a whole mexican aisle Mm -hmm. but um we'll we'll purposely get like paste salsa and we'll get like the old uh was it el paso taco shells yep old el paso and we'll do that on purpose i'm like this this hits this is what i'm looking for i just want some ground beef with taco seasoning on it and maybe uh some tomato you know something lettuce something lettuce tomato and cheese yeah, maybe some sour cream if you're feeling, you know, a little bit of you know, a little spicy there. Yeah, or um, a little festive. I mean, and I'm like, this is fine. This is for right now. These are tacos, and they are they are perfectly okay with me. Yeah. But you know, most most of the time, though, I'm not gonna lie. What you guys, what, what restaurants really call street tacos? I just call tacos. Uh, those are what I want uh, at all times. You can't you can't beat them. Like that's why there's. That's why food trucks and and some of these smaller restaurants that that serve this kind of stuff are are, are killing the game when it yeah. when it comes to that because it's oh, yeah. fucking good. It's fucking delicious. It's delicious. It's really good. Full of flavor, and and and, and a lot of sorry, not a lot of white people ever experience that. You know, they're like, oh, I've only ever had ground beef. I didn't know you could make tacos with with you know, carne as. Now, I'm gonna blow your mind because. I don't. I don't know if you've ever had 
this. I kind of came up with this on my own. I was doing carne asada, carne asada, and then uh, used the same sauce and marinated it in chicken. And then I tried the same sauce and marinated shrimp with it. The sh- oh, that does sound the good. The shrimp, holy oh, shit! Man. With oh, that sounds oh. incredible. I, my my co-host with uh, with Cunt, um, he, he's. I think he says he's twenty five percent Mexican. His his I think it's his mom's side's more Mexican or whatever. So he, he they, I mean, they eat Mexican a lot, and yeah. he, he kind of turned me on to to how to make some carne asada. I said, well, I made I made that marinade up. I said I did some shrimp in it. And he goes, you did? Like you do what? I'm like, well, I'm kind of crazy. I'm retarded, you know. I, I fit the spectrum. <laughs> I said, try it, and he, I, he's like, wow, this this this, this is good. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't even <laughs> I wouldn't even question. Like you did what? Given to me right now. Put that in my mouth yeah. because I I don't care. Like I that sounds phenomenal. I'm not gonna lie. That is a great idea. I've never had that. I've had, uh, you know, camarones a la diabla, you know, some other different types of camarones shrimp, but I, I don't think I've ever had it in the same type of seasonings and, and, uh, the, the preparations for steak. I've never had it like that. And it sounds incredible. Yeah. And that's what he said. He goes, what possessed you to do that? I said, I don't know. I'd like the, that, that, Sauce and that, that seasoning marinade is yeah is banging. So I figured, hey, I had shrimp. Why not try it? I mean, worst case scenario, Where do I start. I'm bad shit. What you read in the covenant is cap. I was bred by the government. Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system. Had enough of it. Another sapien that's on the globe. Lost cold, looking for the direction, but don't nobody know. The only bit of insight that they ever sold me, I've been start to find out, doesn't really hold. Every highfalutin piece of shit hidden in a tie, high motives to align goals. Cheating on your wife, my ties at the ninth hole. Someone gotta die, they don't care, they itemize souls. Tit jobs from Botox to light bulbs, light bulbs in my head of where I might go. I'm on a tightrope, walking this edge. And I've been wondering if anyone loves me, shit And I've been wondering if anyone loves me, yeah Fuck And I've been wondering if, look I've been hopping down this rabbit hole for quite some time To find lines that connect through to all their lies They normalize a real life poltergeist To trust Pfizer with a remedy to make you right The thought's sick I'll take a chance and roll my dice Because something in my stomach isn't sitting right I want a soul search, find a place to bring in light But I can't cause Fuck I'm batshit what you read in the covenant It's cap You were fed by the government Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system Had enough of it, we batshit What we read in the covenant, it's cap We were fed by the government Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system Had enough of it I want the power to shake shit and shift shape Tap into pineal eye without a mistake We have the power to live right and get straight But they found a way to remove this, they bitch made Hey. Keep on calcifying glands with your flow ride while I flow ride the valor of rhyme. I'm flying high by the seat of my pants. A beat speaking to me, no, I'm talking back. 
take every chance Hoping one day I make it overseas or to France But in the Northwest I trip without a traveling ban Yeah and that's word to my cat plug I'm higher than giraffe puss Look what the cat drug in Now I'm scribbling this rap in the bathtub At midnight I don't fill it up with the tap cup Soaking in my cannabis suds Anything for a buzz Reclaim my residue inside of a dab jug Peel through a fat stash Burning the last snug I picture this dimension I don't want to come back from But here I am still stuck in the bathtub My brain fried but honestly I'm fine I'd rather not have one I'm batshit I'm fucking bad shit, and it's your fucking fault. It's their fault. Straight up. I'm done. I'm bad shit, what you read in the covenant. It's cap. You were fed by the government. Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system. Had enough of it. Enough of it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.